beautiful. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, this DD Two Fourteen Gaming Podcast is for mature audiences only. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any Department of Defense or U.S. government entities as a whole. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Viewer and listener discretion. Sunday. How's everybody doing today? Yeah, oh, yeah. Killing. I mean, are we killing them with kindness today, or, or? I mean, you can kill people with kindness if you want, man. I like killing people with a lot of hate and fucking discontent, brother. So that's just how I roll. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, I mean, it's been a busy week, so let's get to it. Oh, absolutely. Fucking what a week, man. Oh you, my god. So what you, so you, you went to a concert. You went to another concert this week. I did. Which concert did I fucking go to this week? Fucking, oh yeah, totally fucking missed out on that concert. That shit fucking failed spectacularly. I fucking suck. All right. So I was supposed to go to a fucking, uh, like a jazz and blues festival. I was really looking forward to it on Friday. Um, and basically, so I'm kind of doing this like moonlighting, doing this moonlighting kind of like roadhouse, you know, pulling security gig thing, you know, it's kind of like a, it's, it's what I would call kind of a placeholder job. This is not a job I'm trying to fucking retire from. You know, it's, it's, it's basically a temp job. You know what I mean? It's, it's a placeholder. It's so that I can get through uh, some processes with the VA and maintain some uh, financial stability basically in the meantime until some of those processes are, are complete. Right. And so this is uh this is one of those things where basically um, I go, I go, I show up, you know, they throw a freaking polo shirt at me or a vest or whatever. And you kind of go out there and you do your thing. Not a big deal, not hard, you know, not rocket science whatsoever. Well, this this particular show on Friday that I was supposed to be at, oh God, okay, this was at a different place uh, than I have worked before. I knew exactly where it was, so that's kind of not, and that's not exactly where this is going. But but they said you had to be there exactly at six thirty. The doors closed, right? I left the house like pretty much on time. No big deal. And if, you, if you're not familiar with the Kansas City metro area, if you're coming from the east and going towards downtown, as in like heading towards Kansas, basically, uh, if you're heading towards downtown Kansas City, still on the Missouri side, on I-70 going going westbound, it funnels in like very quickly towards, towards the end uh, as you get to downtown. And when I got to that little funnel part, like traffic was at a dead standstill. And at, I'm, I'm assuming there had been an accident ahead on one of the little turnpikes or whatever. No fucking clue, because by the time I got up there, whatever, right? And so suffice to say, by the time I parked my car in the uh, parking garage downtown, I was too late. So no jazz show for Jay this week. That sucked. No that sucked. shit. I'm actually yeah. surprised. I was too. I, w- I, was, I was a little pissed off at myself and also pissed off at the universe. So 
I was a little fucking irritated. I'm not going to lie. Although, uh, I believe this coming, it's either this Tuesday or next Tuesday, I've got Bob Weir, which if you're not familiar with Bob Weir, but your uh, your parents probably do, he was the uh, the number two guy to uh, Jerry Garcia in The Grateful Dead. Uh, no so, shit. Yeah, so I will be seeing Bob Weir play. I think it's on the 12th. I could be wrong. It's either this Tuesday or it's the next Tuesday. I don't know what the fuck day it is. Yeah, it was very interesting. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I, had, I had a couple family members who were huge Grateful Dead fans. Mm-hmm. And they had these, like, special edition wines. Mm-hmm. They were, like, and they, they were fucking, like, they were thousands of dollars. They were expensive as hell because they I were, have, like, the only ones. They made so many of them. I have a, um, sitting up above me right now, one of my shelves is a big, giant, like, almost like an iced tea pitcher, like a 64-ounce, like, pitcher, basically. But it's got the Grateful Dead logo emblazoned on it. It's like right up there, right? And then I have a tie. Believe it or not, before he passed away, Jerry Garcia, Jerry, Gar- Jerry Garcia used to do a bunch of watercolors and like art. He used to like paint pictures, basically. And they used a lot of his watercolors to make ties, to make prints for ties. Like, uh, you know, like you're going to tie a tie, right? Around yeah. your neck and like look respectable for like one day, right? Out of your whole life. Well, I have, I have and still use a Jerry Garcia tie. Like it just, no if, you, if, you, if you flip the tie around when you're wearing, if you flip the tie around and look at the tag, it just says Jay Garcia. It's fucking badass, bro. Oh, so, so it just, it, it, you know, the Jay works because you're Jay. I'm, I am the fucking Jay, man. I mean, I, I think, and I think in spirit, you are a Garcia more than, in, I, in, more in spirit than at least. In spirit, in spirit at least. Good morning, Dylan. It's good to see you, bud. Good to see you. Fucking happy Sunday. Welcome to church, man. Welcome, Welcome to fucking church. To so yeah. Church. But yeah, busy, busy week, man. Freaking. Work, working a lot uh, around the house, getting shit done. I got fucking appointments tomorrow. Like I got like a appointment with my fucking car tomorrow. Like I gotta get up in, in the morning and like go take my car to like a fucking mechanic and then all this bullshit, dude. Like you like you move you move somewhere and three months and three months later you're still fucking you're still doing shit, you know, from the move. Basically, you know what I mean? Just yeah. getting dude, rid of shit. Just getting are, rid of shit. Bro. Are you still doing DMV shit? Yeah, that's part of that's part of tomorrow because my freak it that's exactly what it is. Like the fucking my tags, man. I gotta get my tags done, so I gotta go get this fucking car inspected. Order order my goddamn tags and then wait for my goddamn tags, right? Like I'm just kind of, you know, it, it is what it is, but it's happening. So and then uh, you know, we watched a couple of shows. Uh we fit we finished one show last night, finished 1883, so finally got got oh, around to that. Nice. Yeah, I heard you know. My, my, my main review for 1883 is going to be separate from if you are also a, if you also happen to be a fan of Yellowstone. So I'm going to leave the whole Yellowstone tie-in kind of like off to the side here. Because <clears throat> that really wasn't what captured my fancy with this show. We watched the show because it was a spinoff of Yellowstone and because I'm a fan of fucking Westerns. And that's kind of where I'm going to keep the review. As a fucking Western, okay, as, as a, uh, a period piece that takes place in the late 1800s. You know, the West has kind of been one, but it's definitely not fucking settled yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is kind of like, you know, Red Dead Redemption, you know, era. That, that is exactly what I was just about to ask you, too. If it was like, if there was like some type of like Red Dead Redemption feel to it that you're like, okay, yeah. This 100%. 100%. Is, it I is. And the, 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 the thing I like the most about 1883, <clears throat> thing I, the thing I like most about 1883 is it is an absolutely gritty and realistic portrayal of exactly how fucked you were back in the fucking wild west like if you weren't traveling with people if you traveled alone um you know you didn't survive like that's like you had to have 
people with you and even 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 with having people with you you still died okay like we're talking like you know the uh the um the, attri the attrition rate you know moving across the plains and going out west was uh extremely high you know probably akin to making like special forces so if you grew up out west you know your your mommy and your daddy were probably descended from some hard motherfuckers okay that fucking traveled across the plains and, and actually made it out west right okay so i just you know throwing that out there first off uh there is definitely a freaking trigger warning that'll go with this show it is extremely fucking depressing um it's one of those shows that it's gritty and realistic so don't expect a fucking happy ending every show and usually and usually you know the little the little twist endings they have at like the end of every episode to get you to watch the next episode it's usually a bad decision like we can choose column a which is a really bad decision and it's going to get everybody killed or column b which is a really bad decision also going to get everybody killed which one do we pick tune in next week kids you know like that's like that's that's how kind of realistic it's a very depressing show so do not expect to go into this and come out with your heart like untouched okay well, like, it wasn't it wasn't exactly a happy time that year so no no and, and if you and if you were in the position where you were riding the trail or uh your family came over from Europe or freaking wherever, and they were trying to get across and settle somewhere way out west. Like, good fucking luck, dude. Good fucking luck. And this show, yeah. kind of, Bing this show, this show just kind of portrays that just very realistically. And uh, so, uh, series finale or season slash series finale. I don't, I don't, I haven't really looked up if they're going to try to do another style 1883 show later on or not. I haven't checked that yet, but uh, I'll give the show like a solid like eight maybe eight and a half out of 10. Like I love Westerns. And as far as a Western is concerned, probably like one of the best Westerns as far as like a TV show I've ever seen. Nice. Uh, points, point, points are going to be deducted because it's definitely not for everybody. Um, it is excruciatingly brutal, like brutal, brutal, brutal. So if you're, if you're not, if you're not completely desensitized, like fucking me, dude, it's going to hurt your heart, dude. And it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt to watch. Okay. And I'm not just talking about, you know, you know, the, 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 uh, the gory stuff okay i'm just talking in general it's very hard on your heart like you, you you're gonna get you're gonna get like sucked into some of these characters and you know i'm not gonna give away any spoilers but you heard what i said earlier it's the fucking wild west man and pretty much everybody dies right so so there you go right so that was 1883 uh a couple nights ago seems to be a running fucking trend in my world right now uh, I keep playing video games and getting back into stuff or discovering a TV show or a movie that has just been out for a while. Everybody else has fucking heard of this shit. Everybody else has seen it or played it or done it. And I've just kind of coming out of Never Neverland for the first time in over a decade. So I missed a lot of this shit. So I watched a movie uh, the other night on Netflix with uh, my beautiful girlfriend, Nikki. And it was called uh, Triple... God damn it. Triple, uh, what the fuck was it? Triple, triple threat? Triple, triple frontier. Triple frontier. Thank you. Triple canopy is a fucking contracting agency. My bad. <laughs> All right. My bad. My bad. I had, I had, I had daydreams of going over to Ukraine and as an advisor, you know, and stretching out Russians in broad daylight, right. And watching their mothers cry when they come home in a box. So triple frontier. Um, this movie was starring, uh, Ben Affleck, uh, the guy that played Jackson sons of anarchy, Charlie Hunnam. Okay. Very, very sexy that Charlie Hunnam. Right. Okay. And then a couple of other guys that you're probably going to recognize from like 10 other movies, but you never know their names. Right. Because they're always like that side character type. Okay. Anyways, I give this movie, you know, a lot of freaking, a lot of freaking like style points 
Okay, I give it a lot of style points. Some of the some of the tactical stuff that they that they portray in the in the film is actually like very well done. Uh, you can tell it was thought out. You can tell whoever whoever their fucking advisors were uh, making the movie. You can tell their advisors knew what the fuck they were talking about. Okay, so that part I give the I definitely give the movie some style points for. However, this movie fell hard and fell fast uh, for for Jay watching it because if you guys know anything about me, you know exactly how fucking jaded and cynical I am about literally everything. Okay, and it only ta it takes about thirty seconds for a TV show, a video game, a book, an any type of entertainment to fucking lose me immediately and like forevermore. Okay. This movie didn't quite make it there. It didn't lose me entirely, uh, but it started going down the, the trope road, what I call the trope road, where it's like, okay, they're going to do this, and then this is going to happen, and then something else is going to happen, and it, ju it just got very predictable to the point we when we got to the end of it and the and the movie ended, me and Nikki just kind of looked at each other and we're both like, so what the fuck was the point again? Like what? Like why the fuck? Why the fuck did this movie even happen again? Like why? Like why? Why did they? Why did the characters even go on their little fucking fanciful adventure? You know, in the Colombian jungle. Like <laughs> if if this if this was gonna be the fucking end result of the movie, what was the point, right? And it just, it just turned it turned into a fucking trope fest. You know, the, it turned into the the, the the fucking one last mission, guys. You know, it turned into that fucking trope. It turned into the fucking we just lost our leader trope. Okay, and I am gonna spoil this fucking movie. Ben Affleck takes a fucking headshot, and it was really cool fucking seeing a realistic portrayal of like what happens when somebody fucking sneaks up on you and pulls the trigger first, right? You die. Okay, that part was fucking. That part was good. That part of the movie, not because I, not because I didn't like Ben Affleck's character, not at all. They were in a very, they were, they were traveling on the down the Andes to get to the ocean. Okay, they had to cross the Andes to get to the ocean towards the end of the movie, and they were traveling down this like these jagged rocks, you know, on this. The side of this mountain and they they got into a firefight you know surrounded by jagged you know these giant jagged boulders and rocks and dude dude crept up man and fucking slipped him one man slipped slipped him that lake city that lake city sleeping pill man that redstone arch yeah. sleeping pill baby you know what I'm saying? You, that old hickory when you when, when you when you shop at redstone arsenal baby you go to sleep you go to sleep forever forever all right so um ultimately ulti sleeping with the fishes ultimately man ultimately the movie kind of lost me about probably 45 minutes to an hour into it it turned into a fucking trope fest so i give it style points uh i liked i liked some of the action i really did because they did kind of a good job but basically this is one of those movies where you see a bunch of like former operators get together for one last mission and they the whole setup at the beginning is how badass they used to be and then you spend the entire rest of the movie watching them completely fuck everything up. <laughs> boring. Fucking boring. I want to see the movie where like five badasses get together for one last job. Fucking like they go in, they hit the fucking X, dude. They wipe everybody the fuck out. They steal fucking money. Okay. They fucking travel back. They got their passports fucking ready to go. They get on a plane. They fly back to the fucking States. They see, they see their families. You see the money in their bank account fucking credits roll the whole movie is fucking 30 minutes that's what i want jesus see. christ that's just a third just a 30 minute movie just give me a 30 give me a 30 minute movie where people with that kind of fucking training and that kind of expertise aren't a bunch of fuck-ups i'm sick to death of seeing these movies with these guys on even if you're going on one last mission right you're not that you're not that big of a fuck-up you like you were a fucking operator were you not 
So if you're going to be like, if you're going to plan this out and you're going to plan, you're going to plan your fucking operation properly. Okay. Proper planning prevents piss poor performance. Right kids. Okay. They told it to us in fucking ranger school. I didn't go to ranger school. I'm just, just <laughs> right here. They told that shit to us in fucking ranger school. Okay. All right. We fucking remembered it. Proper planning prevents piss poor performance. Hollywood needs to remember that shit because they lost me about fucking 45 minutes into that movie is what it is. So overall, I give it a fucking a very like a very a very a very like paltry five out of ten. That that movie was basically just worth the Ouch. it was worth the popcorn that we ate watching it. And then by the by the time that movie was about thirty minutes out from being over, me and Nikki were already making jokes while the movie was playing. So we were basically talking over it and just fucking bullshitting while it was like, oh oh, let me guess, fucking this is gonna happen. Like oh look, it fucking happened. Surprise. Oh look, there's gonna be another fucking chase scene again. Because these guys fucked up. Again. You know. Definitely. And yeah, you see Nikki chiming in right there. It was definitely worth the realistic headshot. Like Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck definitely fucking like lost some fucking brain matter on that one, dude. Like he fucking got crept up on. So. <laughs> so yeah, Nikki was not impressed either. So when 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 both me and Nikki are both not impressed, you know the movie was probably not worth your time. So five of ten. Five of ten on fucking on uh, triple uh, whatever the fuck it was. And uh and uh yeah john uh i'm done talking how uh how was your week my friend <laughs> oh week, week week was really good you know the same old shit with with uh you know with work and shit like that um so yeah so this week uh, i started off uh big brother has ended um, okay how'd that end how, how was that well it was celebrity big brother and it ended controversial okay actually i think it ended like a week ago and one, you know, one guy Tajikar ended up turning out to be a piece of shit. And actually, Misha Tate, I'm, I know who you're familiar with. Uh huh. I'm listening. She won Big Celebrity Big Brother. Wait, what? She won Celebrity Big Brother. Really? Yeah. Cool. And was the only she, reason was she, why was she cool? Uh, no, she was actually a piece of shit. Oh my god. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. She, what is her? Do you think, like, when they do these, sh like, see, dude, because, like, you, you watch these shows, and I have, I am so fucking clueless when it comes to that shit, like, is this, like, how you think they actually are in real life when they do these things? Or uh, well, Big Brother exposes who you are because you have a 24-7 camera looking at you, oh. and the cameras don't shut off, they, oh. you know? So, so tell me about Misha Tate. So now I want to hear about Misha Tate. So like, Misha Tate and Tadja Call, who in the gaming world, he he worked on just on the new Just Dance game that just came out. Okay. And um, they they were work they they Misha Tate and Tadja Call worked together, and they lied about someone working on the other side of the playing field, and they kicked her out the house and played the whole rest of the house and then when the one specific person Carson Cressley who uh, if you're a queer eye fan he's also on a, uh, he's also uh, a major a major person on drag race what's that what's what's the queer eye thing what's that it, so uh, is that like queer, is that like a sh is that like a show where like people think outside the box and like freaking exactly so they it's a group it's a group of men uh Joe do you know it, please t t t uh, inside this what is queer? What is queer eye? Okay, is so this? so queer eye with the for the I think it's I think it's called queer eye for the straight guy. It gives a okay. perspective. I'm sorry, Joe. It said it, I thought it said I. You said I know. Oh, you're saying for what I said there in the chat. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> 
this is like this is where Joe fires us. It's a, he's just like, it's a t- it's a TV show. Just a little bit, just a little about, bit about opening up your eyes about different perspectives that people are just not knowledgeable about. Okay, and, so, so you said queer eye for a straight. Is that so? Is that does this have something to do with like the is the gay community helping out here? It's like, it's 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 five gay men. Okay, and they all do something different. One's a cook. One okay. do, one does uh, style. One does like hair. Another one's makeup. Like they all have different things. They all do okay. different things, and they go into places like, uh, for example, I believe I haven't watched it. My wife is a huge fan of it. She was the one that put me onto this. Um, this mm-hmm. last season that they went to, they went to Texas, and apparently there was a lot of prejudice that was going on in that mm-hmm. area. And and it, you know, it's a show for everybody. It you know, you open up your perspective and and all that stuff. But this is where Carson Kressley came from. Okay. Um, this is where he got his start, and when he left the house, who, in the person, in the per, in in the real world, in the personal world, he works with Taja Call. Found out that Taja Call lied about everything, and now let's just say that they're no longer friends. Hey, Paranorman. Good. Good morning, Paranorman. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, okay, so they're in the house. This guy's leaving. He finds out this shit. Like, what happens then? Oh yeah, he says, you know, I, I can't believe this shit happened. Goes on to say, you know, I, 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 you know, I work with this guy, and yeah, lots of trust was broken. The internet went crazy about Taja called talking all this shit. And when the finale night came, every single person who was in the house said something absolutely nasty about Taja Call. Really? And and they voted him to lose the game in a landslide. And the last person who left the house voted for Taja Call, not knowing what was going on. Oh shit! Diamond Rock RP Diamond is Rock. in Diamond the Rock. house. Good morning. Good morning. Diamond Good morning. Rock Good morning. RP is in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, What's welcome. going on, guys? Welcome, welcome. We got some role playing royalty in the house right now. Good morning yes, to you sir. guys. Yes, welcome, sir. Welcome. Yes, sir. Okay, so okay, so what? So how did? So how did? Okay, so everything you're saying, but how did that make Misha Tate a piece of shit? Like what happened? She so was a part. She was a part of the lie that led to the one individual uh, to leave the oh, house. So Taja Call is not a bad guy. No, Taja Call is a bad guy. He's a very bad guy, and so is Misha Tate. Well, it sounds like everybody's a piece of shit. This oh, yeah, everyone's a piece of shit. So you know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But, okay. but that just doesn't stop. So me and my wife, we are so hooked on Big Brother. We are hooked, 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 hooked. <laughs> okay, so we decided to start watching Big Brother Canada season two, and let me tell Jesus. you. By the third tell me, episode, tell me you have a problem. You, you I, know the first the first step is admitting you have a problem, John. Yeah, there is a problem. There is a problem. There's not enough Big Brother. <laughs> so, Big Brother Canada is probably one of the wild shit because you think these people are, are are probably some of the nicest people. They're but they're shit. They're fucking nastier than us. And by the third episode, they wanted to they wanted to cut each each other's throat. Yeah, even my wife she agrees. There's not enough Big Brother, and and. They are so cutthroat, and some and there was an incident where a group where these three females were kind of like branded like the mean girls, and she was going to get voted out the house. So th- there was a competition to let the people in the house get their letters from their family because they're isolated, no phone calls, no contact, nothing. Well, the horror, the yeah. horror. Like... So the, the the competition was let, give them their give them their letters because there are a few of them that haven't gotten their letters. Or put put the, all the letters in the shredder and receive five thousand dollars. What do you think she did? I, I think I know what what she did, and I'm just shaking my head because. I, yeah, she she did it. She put the letters in the grinder for five G's. For five G. 
Man, yeah, so, like, that, so that is uh that is not the cast for what, what is that? Man, what is that bro. like the cast of fucking glee? What is that shit? Well, if if you were if you were to who the uh, fuck you, dresses like that? Joe, go back to that. Who the fuck dresses like that? The go back to that shit. Look at these mother Can you full screen that? Can you full screen that? Look at this. Sh who in the fuck dresses like that? That is not a okay. season I'm familiar. I know, I know exactly how I dress and how shitty fucking my sense of fucking style is. Okay, as far as fashion and whatever. But you guys tell me who in the fuck? God, man. Good God. And it's actually funny because do you know what I would do with all those people, John? Nothing. What? I wouldn't even fucking give them the time of day. Look at how they're fucking dressed. They're clowns. Yeah. They, well, like, they, I mean, they, they all dress like that. They all dress in bright colors. It's for the TV. Hey, you you hey, know how it is. Hey, you know so what? yeah, they're, they're, so there they are. Mood, when I'm in the mood for that, I go to I go to the circus. It's cool. I mean, I'm down. It's cool. Yeah. So the female in the green dress is the one who did the. Oh, he she's the one that did the letter thing. The gentleman with the beard, right behind right behind him. Are you uh, still there, Jay? I'm here. Oh, yeah, your camera's frozen. I'm sorry. You may have to just change it. So he says, I see three douchebags. So the guy with the beard actually just came out of the closet in the middle of the show, uh, okay. the episode that we watched yesterday, which was kind of, which was kind of, which was because, you know, a lot of a lot of people were looking at him because he's he's very he's a he's a very strong player. Uh, sure. And the, and his mannerisms are, are, you know, they're very, you know, they're very you know, not what you would not what you would think so that happened the guy next to him is a hockey player the heavy set man was actually a very big piece of shit and the guy next to the heavy set man um he runs around the house naked so oh and the bald guy's a racist oh jesus okay I, so okay you know i can tell you why i don't watch shows like these right there because I get, I get too emotional about shit. We all know this. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fairly, like, you know, emotional guy. I wear my heart on my sleeve, like, 24-7 plus. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be able to handle watching people just be shitty to each other all the time like that. Like, that would that just... It, I, I, I attach my emotions way too much with, like, the environment around me. And I would not be able to handle that kind of drama. I would just... I, I walk. Like, when, when drama like that kind of erupts around oh, yeah. me... I fucking walk, dude. I, I literally just one one eighty, and I fucking walk the other way, dude. And, and like, you know, and and that's the thing. The drama makes the show, but that's not what right. the show is. The show is a game show. It's you a game show. Okay, so uh, you, I want you. Maybe you and maybe Frenchie can help you if she if she's there in earshot. You know, like I want you to. T what is it that you feel like hooked? You? I I've never. I've watched like I can give you like two or three trashy TV shows that I got hooked on like way back in the fucking day. But they're so old and so fucking obscure, like they wouldn't even matter right now. But like, what is it that hooks you guys to, to this particular show? Like, I'm very curious about this. Like, how do you what? how do you stick it out? Like, uh, I was so talking, I, Joe, I, I was talking about him and Frenchie, dude. So we, so Frenchie's not here, but I think she's in the chat right now. Um, so I like the show because I like the game show aspect of it. But I'm not gonna lie, I like the drama. I like the drama. You like the drama. I like the drama. So, I do. So when we start going to like Comic Cons and shit, like, and fucking, oh, fuck, remind me about that. Remind me about the Comic Con fucking before we fucking end fucking the week in review real quick. Oh, but, yeah, that's right. That's um, right. When, when we start going to Comic Cons and shit and having to sit there around all these freaking Dungeons and Dragons nerds and shit, right? Like, are, so I'm going to be the one like stirring the pot and you're going to be the one instigating. Is that correct? Is that what we're going to be doing? Probably. You, because you like drama and I like stirring the pot. Is that kind of yeah. like, is that what we're going to be doing? probably you know i'm going to okay. be looking for all the issues bro okay. all the issues okay 
um so yeah that pretty much goes through my week but now i'm going to talk to you guys about batman it's okay guys you guys could stay no spoilers needed especially because this shit's going to be so fucking fire yo fire yo fire maybe maybe get, get. Go so on. let me let me put my foot rest away real quick. I was, I was gonna say let's get let's get you nice and comfy because here here comes here comes another fucking fanboy John rant. Except apparently it sounds like something might have hit the fucking mark this week. So okay, so so first off, the Batman is coming into a one hundred twenty million dollar opening box office weekend. That's a good sign, especially for someone who had a sparkly face a couple years ago. Okay, um, you know what? I'm just going to start off with the score. The score that I'm giving this movie. Okay. The score that I'm giving this movie is a 9.1 out of 10. And when I watch a movie, I judge it by three things. Visuals. Story. And performance. Okay, so. When it comes to this visuals, the first thing I loved about it was how it looked. When I'm looking at the. When I'm when I'm looking at okay, first off, the first thing I saw was Gotham City. The way the way that it just had this gritty, disgusting, filthy look. And it's nice to see that they were able to utilize Scotland, the United Kingdom, and Chicago, Illinois to make Gotham City what it was. It was visually beautiful. It was beautiful. Gotham City was the worst thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. Tell me about like like what what made it what made it tell me yeah like what was the what what made you feel like that like tell me about Gotham tell me about the environment tell me what you were feeling when you were seeing the reason the reason why I personalized Gotham so much is because growing up we've always we've always grew up in my area that new that the New York and New Jersey area is Gotham City right. That's you know, correct. We, you know, that, was we, what, that was what Gotham was loosely loosely based on back in the day. Yes, exactly. That is correct. And so we, we we took that to heart. A lot of the Batman movies were filmed in New York. Some of the actually the Joker was filmed in Newark, New Jersey, which is just I could walk over there right now which, if I uh, wanted which, to. Since, since you're a big DC fan, like which uh, since we all know New York New York is Gotham, which uh, which city was Metropolis? Do you know, John? DC they, fan. So I I, I I always I always. I always considered Metropolis to be like an East Coast place. So I've always considered it to be like Boston. So it's Chicago. Yeah. It's except except it's it's a it's Metropolis, so it is on the East Coast. It is a yeah. seaboard, it is a it is a seaboard city, but it is fucking Chicago. Yeah. Well, where, I where, mean, I guess you could say because with all the rivers because Where was where was Superman from? Superman was from Metropolis. No, 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 no. Before that, when he's a baby, when he, oh when yeah, he, uh, you know, Krypton, Kansas, motherfucker. Oh, up, that's right. He grew up in the middle of fucking nowhere in a listen, shit state, dude, surrounded by shit people, except fucking pa, I, Ma and Pa Kent listen, that raised I, him I like, right, I, I so like he could be Clark. fucking Superman. I like Clark. Sorry, I, like, I got a little fucking. I, I, like, I like Clark a lot. Okay, I like I, Clark a lot. Clark, Clark, Clark is fucking the best of all of us, dude. Clark, he was Clark, the best of all of us. Clark is a nice guy. Superman Clark is a nice guy. My my favorite superhero characters went in order like this from the time I was like fucking swaddled in cloth to like adulthood. It went fucking Superman, Captain America, okay? A really, really fucking obscure character called Sleepwalker, okay? And then Punisher. And it was like in that order and Punisher was, I was about like somewhere between 10 and 12 years old. So like, it's it's only been those four really ever. And then I, and there's a bunch yeah. of like little side characters that I'm a huge fan of, but 
Superman, as with a lot of other kids growing up in, in you know, in, in my in my era, Superman was the first one. I've recognized yeah. I've recognized the Superman symbol since I was a little kid. And the Christopher Reeve movies were out, were coming out when I was alive right they were still yep chris and guess, was still making superman movies when i was a kid so and and i guess for me because I've, i'm such i grew up with batman that's why i i was so excited about the way this movie looked especially since i have so many batman comics that are gritty and disgusting and gory and this is the batman movie not that i expected but the one that needed to be made for many many reasons um to you know i not now i've gone with the visualizations okay and oh actually no the bat suit uh, we're talking about year two Batman. Okay, so he just became the Batman. Yes, yes. You could put you could put that picture up, Joe. Put, yeah, put it right there. He just became the Batman, and you could see it in his suit. The armor is not Joe, all can you that full, great. Joe, can you full size that one with the uh, the side by side, right there? Can you full size that, please? I want to look at this because there's. I wanted to, but it's such a small picture that when I I was like, no, never mind, and then ah uh, yeah, wrote up gotcha. anyway. Gotcha. Yeah. My bad. Okay, so so see. The one thing I've always noticed on arm, armor costumes in the superhero movies is that a lot of them do not protect against fucking knives. Uh, and, and one thing a lot of people don't realize, <clears throat> excuse me, is there are there are certain types of Kevlar that can stop fucking literal bullets that you can easily stab somebody through. And a lot of people don't know that shit and they don't fucking market that shit for a fucking reason. But yes, kids, fucking knives go through fucking Kevlar. And, and, okay, and, so and without... Go ahead, John. And, and you know, with and obviously without the spoilers, obviously you're gonna see how brutal the suit, can, what the suit could take. On top of that, the technology that was used in the movie is so grounded and realistic. This is the first time that we ever see Batman ever be scared, nervous, and then ah. some points even get his ass kicked. Good, you I know, I, man. You're, I don't know, man. You're, I. You know how I feel about Batman and the whole vigilante thing, especially considering my favorite yeah, he's character not, of the Punisher. Like you know how I feel about the vigilante thing. He's not and perfect here. I I mean you're 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 so far you're selling me. Yeah. So far you're selling me. So keep so keep going. He's keep not going. he's not perfect. Okay, and that and and in some points, to be honest with you, he's actually a literal piece of shit. He says certain things in the movie that kind of make your jaw drop, and you're just like, oh, okay, well this isn't. He's this a isn't, billionaire. He's a fucking piece of shit. And that's and that's where I come that's into it. and that's when I come into story. Okay? We don't see Bruce Wayne. What you you see Bruce Wayne for like a minute and a half, 2 minutes in the whole movie. Really? It's all Batman, baby. It's all Batman. Intrigued. I am definitely intrigued by and that. And there's and there's an importance in this because now we finally get a chance to see. Can you put can you put that picture up, Joe? I really like I really like that picture. I really like it. Do, do they do they go into any of the like uh, what you might call like potential like mental health issues that would occur when a fucking billionaire decides to dress up like a fucking bat in modern society? You want you want to know crime? something? It's interesting. It's interesting that you that you say that because. Well, I mean, you're, you're talking I guess, about. I, I guess. Sub, yeah, I guess. I guess if you if you if you get subconscious a little bit. Mm -hmm. it's a very fucking mental movie and i if i say any more than that it'll spoil it okay. so you need you need to watch it because okay there are some there are some i don't want to say that they talk about it but they definitely touch on some points that make you question like what's going now, on here like is there something wrong with 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 these people so it's a very psychological movie that's exactly that's kind of where you know when, when you talk about 
you know, vig vigilante justice specifically, you know, and because, because I spent a lot of my uh, adolescence and early adulthood reading about one vigilante on the Marvel side. And then of course the entire world. And I, I also grew up on Batman. I grew up on Michael Keaton's, you know, 1989 Batman with fucking Jack Nicholson playing the Joker and all that shit. I was very pleasantly surprised with the Christopher Nolan trilogy uh, when they kind of like revamped Batman. Um, I remember seeing um, Batman Returns in the movie theater. I remember seeing Batman Forever in the motherfucking movie theater. You know what I mean? Like Batman has been kind of omnipresent in my life, but yeah. he never really, the, char the character of Batman never captured my imagination because even as a young man, and, and again, this might be me being like way too cynical and jaded at way too young of an age. But even as a as a young man, like a, in adolescence, I was like, "Fuck him, dude! Like, fuck that guy." Yeah. Same, yeah. same, same with Tony Stark and Iron Man. Same with like a lot of, same with a lot of characters in the Marvel universe. I'm not gonna lie, Marvel and DC. They're, oh yeah, know, yeah. It, do, it and, doesn't take much for me to be like, "Fuck that guy." And yeah, and so, really and what I really loved, and it, it was very grounded. Okay, so story was fucking top notch, and it was the story that I think needed to be done in order to portray a Batman, if one really existed. Okay, and that goes along with his technology and when you see the technology that he uses you're going to be like wait a minute that's pretty fucking real okay i i'm, I'm into this i'm into this so there, there's 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 something to be said do you remember an old uh will smith movie called enemy of the state of course okay great movie right so i remember seeing that, that in the tom movie. clancy i don't I know it wasn't tom clancy but it was tom clancy-esque and yeah, or, I, I, or, or or i could be wrong maybe it is but i i'm it was tom clancy-esque it was definitely a thriller you know military you know alphabet soup three-letter agency you know you know crime thriller whatever anyways what i was getting at was that you know that movie, came out, that movie came out in the 90s i remember watching that in oh, no. you know late high school in the movie theater for me and being like holy shit the technology and then i and then i had like a fucking brainwave and i was like wait a minute if they're showing this kind of technology on a movie in hollywood like how far ahead are we right that was fucking 25 over 25 years ago oh yeah bro. this brings it back this this brings it back. That's what I'm and and whatever they're showing in Batman, it's, it probably is very realistic. And and just imagine like just imagine like what they actually have out there. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Just imagine and, what they have. And so the the one last thing I want to show you here, and this is probably one of the most interesting things to me. There was vi you know a viral. Are you familiar with viral marketing? Uh, ish. I mean, just basically, it's basically like there's doing you know being tryhards trying to go viral, right? Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so tell me so, about it. So, so viral marketing, they did viral marketing for this movie. Okay. This is, so I followed the movie and there was a bunch of hints. The first hint that came out was actually, you go through the viral marketing and then you would find clues with pictures like this, which is a picture of the Wayne family here. And it would hey, give Diamond you- Rock, Diamond Rock, it was a pleasure to have you. Get your ass to work. You can watch the rest later. We love you, man. Freaking, you take care of yourself. Thank man. you. We'll see you. you. We'll see you soon. Good work with everything. So this picture here, it has a picture of the Waynes here. And if you, you know, you're going to go through it and it's actually very fucking interesting when you go through the website. But yesterday they updated the website. It, it is a website called El Rata Alada. Okay. Rata Alada means the winged rat. And when you watch the movie, you're going to see what the fuck goes on because it was... Okay. It, it, it was fucking crazy. Um, this happened. Are you ready? Let's find out. Roll the fucking dice. You go into this website. There's the question mark. Okay. So over here, there's a bunch of IP addresses. And each IP address 
is a reference to a comic book that the movie was influenced by and when the nice. movie came out. These are all fake IP addresses. Do not look these up. And then over here, there's an email, citizen at Rata Alala. I don't know what it means. So over here, when you click for reward, a cipher comes up. The cipher, uh, you want to know what it says? Yes, I do. The I'm cipher, sure people yep. have already figured it out, so yeah, might as so well. The, the cipher says, you think I'm finished, but perhaps you don't know the truth, the full truth. Every ending is a new beginning. Something is coming. Okay. Nice and nice and nice fucking, fucking eerie. eerie. Yeah, yeah. So, so when oh actually, whoops. When you go back, so when you go back to the website, something is loading. What do you mean? Something's loading right over here. And it's been loading every 90 minutes to a hundred minutes. And by Friday, sometime in Friday, something is gonna be revealed on this website. Ooh, interesting. That sounds yeah. fun. So guys, guys, check out the Batman. Do not go into this movie as a comic book movie, okay? Don't go into it as a comic book movie. This is a, a crime thriller film noir, okay? It is a detective movie. It is a movie about men with issues with broken souls, okay? When you see the peng the stars of the movie are Penguin, Carmine Falcone, played by John Satoro, and fucking and fucking Gordon. Okay? This is the movie. This is the movie that you all have to see. This is the Batman movie we needed. Okay. I and mean, you're yeah. selling me. So I mean I, I'm You're I, you're gonna enjoy it tonight. But the this I only had one problem. What do you got? I wanna hear this. The movie didn't know when to end. Oh, interesting. But that doesn't take away from the fact that when we thought the, the movie was going to end, something else happened that gave to the story. Okay. So okay. it's a, it's a three-hour movie. Um, I took this movie very personal because there were areas in this movie that I'm familiar with that I, you know, as you guys know, I've been very open about me and my wife. We were homeless a couple years ago, and we used to sleep in front of and under Madison Square Garden. Right. And... You know, you'll see what I'm talking about when you see the movie. So okay. enjoy the movie, guys. Go see the movie. We'll be right back after this. So before uh, before we get to whatever's next, I just want to show you guys something real quick. The stickers are coming. Here we go. The stickers are coming, and I got two of them right here. Let me shut off this light so the reflection doesn't. Um, as you guys know, my wife has been hard at work with some of the merchandise that's going to be coming out soon. The first sticker will be an official sticker with the official logo. This is not the size. 
the final size. This is just a tester right here. It's just a tester. It's just a tester. Just a tester. Is that how you right. say that shit on the East Coast? Testa? Yes, sir. It's just, it's a, just tester. a tester. And this one, um, this one's gonna be uh, my favorite T-shirt. And actually, oh man, you can't. I can't even wait to show you the next T-shirt design that I'm working on. But this is our dumpster fire sticker. Fuck yeah, fuck yes, dude. I can't wait to fucking put that shit all over my car, dude. Like, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be rolling the fucking most badass trash bucket in fucking Kansas City, Missouri, dude. And I can't. Yep. Wait. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. And and yeah, man. Um. What what we got today, Joe? What uh, pull pull that up? Oh, here we go. War gaming stands by its Kiev studio as its native Belarus moves against Ukraine. This is, I mean, hey guys, this is. It's actually kind of interesting to see how much gaming news is coming is coming off of this war right now. I, I mean, it really is. It's it's very interesting. Uh, can you scroll down and zoom it's in all, on that so I can read it's, that? It's 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 almost it's almost like the entire world has become interconnected, and you can't just go around swinging your fucking dick for no fucking reason when everybody's telling you like you're fucking wrong. Yes. Who would who would have fucking thought? Who would have thought? No World way. of Tanks develop, developer Wargaming has rerouted company resources to support over 550 developers at its Kiev studio as the Russian invasion of Ukraine enters its sixth day, which. Uh, keep note that today is the day that Putin had written in his in his documents that today was supposed to be the last day of the war. Mission failed. We'll get him next time. Yeah. Like, like Captain failed. Price said. First, and, and I just want to say thank you, Joe, for pointing that out to me earlier today because I had completely forgot about that. Persia Studio was originally founded in 2000. It became Wargaming Kiev in 2011 following its acquisition by wargaming the studio is the primary development hub for all the f2p multiplayer title of world of warplanes which is actually a really fun title the company is currently helping staff in kiev find out alternate housing sending early salary payments it's also ensuring any travel and relocation efforts are paid for paid for should staff need to evacuate quickly um i think this is a fantastic effort being made by the game studio um oh, oh yeah let me, let me what's that say there in addition to ensuring that staff make it through the crisis, Wargaming is also donating one U.S. one hundred million what uh, U.S. one million dollars in the studio's name to the Ukrainian Red Cross. This is fantastic, guys. Um, this is this is huge news, and you know it's very unfortunate what's going on in the world of, in in the world of Ukraine right now. Amen. But as 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 it keeps going, say it, Jay. Hey man, you, you see this big old Kool Aid fucking grin on my face, dude? I got a big old Kool-Aid grin on my face every motherfucking day when I wake up now. I get up at fucking 5.30 in the fucking morning. I fucking turn my coffee pot on. I fucking fill her up as I fucking stumble downstairs to fucking lift some fucking iron in my little home gym in my basement. And as I sit there and sip my coffee to wake up for a second before I start pumping, I turn on my internet and I see fucking dead Russian soldiers just stretched out in broad daylight. God, it's fucking beautiful, man. I feel so fucking happy being alive today. I lived long enough to see Russia get butt fucked on the battlefield, dude. Butt fucked with a cactus. Keep sending them, dude, please. By all means, keep sending them. They're losing fucking planes. They're losing fucking helicopters. They're I remember losing all the goddamn fucking tanks, man. I remember, guys, you can't win the war without. Rogue energy, Rogue baby. Energy, dude. Rogue energy for all your fucking contracting needs. 
Are you getting ready to sign up to be a merc and go help out with the Ukrainian war effort? You need fucking Rogue. When you call up Triple Canopy slash whatever the fuck they're called today because they keep changing their name because their fucking <laughs> ethics and morals are questionable, you need Rogue. When you're over in Ukraine and you just ate your last MRE and you've got one clip left in your AK-47 and you know it's coming down, you need Rogue. Woo! Woo! Yeah, I love it. <laughs> hey, what do you? What's that next story you got here? Uh, Counter Strike GoPro loses tournament, gives thirty three thousand dollars to the Ukrainian or army like a champ anyway. That's Hell some. Yeah. That's some Hell fucking yeah. boss shit. Let me tell you. It, it, again, it's so interesting how much gaming news is coming off of this war because everyone. it's so it's just it's so it's so it's so awesome that that all this shit is happening like he gave thirty three thousand dollars everybody it's not just him it's like everybody like around the fucking world is there is like everyone is just pouring more shit into ukraine like as much (laughs) as much as fucking possible like countries are giving them fucking arms people are fucking donating money Russia doesn't even have the fucking opportunity to pull money out right now. Like all the banks have like fucking shut them off. Yep. Okay. Like, like, like Russia has no money right now for anything. And everybody around the world is fucking pumping like Ukraine full of like anything they can give them to fucking like help with the fucking war effort. I heard of a fucking, a fucking, uh, fucking Ukrainian grandma took down a fucking russian uh spying drone like not 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 the big not the big ones but like a spy drone basically like a little fucking like like the the handheld ones basically by throwing a fucking jar of pickles at it if you if you're trying to invade a country and the grandmothers are are dropping your drones with pickle jars you're fucked you're so fucked like the babushkas just fucking pull out dude all you gotta yeah. do is pull out, man. This is this is this is how fucking mistakes are made. Fucking Putin, you little bitch. You don't pull out. You yeah. forgot to pull out, bro. So so you we got this. Pull out. So I, as I promoted a couple days ago in the group, we have the live UA map, which is a live war map showing us the the what's going on in the Ukraine-Russian war right now. And five minutes ago, you know, we're getting updates all the time here. And as of five minutes ago, at about eighteen fifteen, Russian aircraft was shot down. A Russian aircraft was shot down with man pads. Pilot That's another one. Pilot That's has another one. Pilot has not ejected. Aircraft crashed near Kulinichi. Sounds like another dead Russian pilot. How many more of those do they got? Well, how many you know, fucking more of those do they got? Well, it, it got, well, we have this also. We have this explosion in Kiev. There's been a lot of. They, they, if there's something that that we've noticed that's been going on here, Russia has been coming in and they've been bombing the shit out of Ukraine. They, they it's been just been bombardment after bombardment of just bombings and ukraine is still standing tall beating the shit out of them i was gonna say if you joe or whoever's controlling that map if you zoom back out i just want to i want to highlight one thing like not quite that far uh i want to highlight one thing about what you're seeing on this map and what you're and i want to highlight one thing that you're seeing on this map and one thing that you're not fucking seeing on this map so what you are seeing on this map are um, you're seeing a lot of little hot spots, you know, kind of surrounding Ukraine. What you're not seeing is any fucking rushing Russian progress whatsoever. They are they are miserably fucking failing 
in the field. All fucking, all fucking reports, even from the Russian side. The first casualty of truth, kids, in war, is, or excuse me, the first casualty of war is the fucking truth, right? So you're going to hear what the Ukrainians say about the Russian, the Russian losses, and you're going to hear what the Russians say. The fucking actual truth is probably somewhere in the middle. But even what the Russians are admitting themselves is horrific for them. It means yeah. they're fa- it means they're failing massively. Like they're failing fucking. And it's massively. interesting, Joe. Can you go around those red borders? Those so battle see- those battle lines have not functionally no, changed. Pretty no, much they ha- they have it. I mean, there's been more there's been more Russian camps that I've than I've noticed. But that's really about it. And they're more outside of Ukraine more than anything. That's correct. Because like as you say, this hasn't changed. They're still holding down the fort. They're bombing the shit out of Kiev and Kharkiv right now. They're fucking right. beating the shit out of those two towns whole, right now. And the whole world fucking hates them for it because they're doing the wrong fucking thing. They had no fucking bit. They had no fucking business there in the first place. Ukraine is a sovereign country. It's been a sovereign country since fucking like the Soviet Union collapsed. They voluntarily, that country voluntarily gave up their nuclear weapons, you know, with assurances from both yeah. the United States and Russia that they wouldn't be fucked with. Okay. Play and Russia, Russia has exuded this fucking influence and power over them. Yeah, and guys, you know, these, these are sensitive images right now. So if you're watching, yeah, trigger if you're warning. Not, yeah, trigger warning. But this is this is real life, guys. This is this, Joe. This, Joe, is there any way to full screen that on that on that on that screen? There you go. There you go. Thank you. These so, this is what war looks like, kids. I don't I don't want anybody to to uh, dis, ever disregard like the reality of like when you see images like this. But there's images coming out that like if you want to see what fucking war looks like, here you fucking go. And I want to remind everybody that like what you're seeing like when stupid when stupid people have stupid amounts of power, they have the power to do stupid things like this, and it can happen to you. All right, so always fucking keep your head on a swivel, keep your fucking body and your mind right as there much as is. fucking humanly possible. In the right? middle of the fucking night, the fucking pricks. Yeah, in the middle of the night. They're trying to wake you up. They're trying to scare you. You're not fucking scared. This is like a fucking this is like when the tornado siren goes off fucking here in Missouri, dude. We ain't fucking scared of that shit. We just fucking like trounce our asses fucking downstairs and we have a little fucking tornado party. Yeah, Big one of the deal, bro. One I of the biggest to watch that shit. Now, one of the biggest things that happened this week, actually, there in Ukraine was that they took over a power plant. And that power plant is is what is probably I believe it's the biggest one in in in, uh, in Europe. Um, this power plant was taken over and it took a couple hours i was i was actually following the footage live as they were airing it on youtube and um you know you can see a lot of the footage on uh yeah pull pull that up right there russia has taken over europe's largest nuclear power plant yeah look at this shit yeah those are flares yes oh yeah so those are flares so those Those that was that those were them coming in yeah, that's a yeah, that's a that's a freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's a that's a hey, we're on our fucking way. Get the fuck out, get the fuck out. And the last the the last report that I saw is that they are functioning. You can see yeah, the fire. Yeah, there we go. There we There's go. There's the firefight. They are firing into the nuclear power plant. And guys, keep in mind that if something happens to this power plant, devastating effects will happen to the world. So okay, the fucking, this is so the, not. The, fuck Russia, dude. Fuck these motherfucking cocksuckers, dude. Hey Ukraine, keep fucking stretching them out, dude. Yeah. Fucking so the la- yeah. So the last dude. update that I saw in this power plant was um was that they were managing the power plant through gunpoint. A lot of towns have been taken back by Ukraine. They have taken back a lot of a lot of their property back. But the war is still raging. The war is still going. Ukrainians keep, you know, keep fighting. Don't keep fucking fighting. give up. 
You know what else is going to happen eventually? They're going to take all their fucking shit back and the world's going to fucking be assisting them fucking the whole way. You know, and it's oh, actually interesting. Guys. Joe brought up an interesting question to me earlier. How how many bombs do they have? You know, like, because it looks like they're many, just spewing everything at them. How many fucking work? That's what I want to know. Every time, every time Russia, especially the fighter planes, every time fucking Russia loses a fucking fighter plane, dude, it's fucking, that, that's bad news for them, dude. Because that's fucking one less and that's one less pilot and fucking... You know, like there, there's that air superiority starts starts getting a little thin at some point now. I'm go I'm going to I'm going to say this quote wrong, but there's a there's a there's an old kind of like uh, proverb, you know, in in the military world, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck it up a little bit, but basically the, the gist of the quote is, amateurs amateurs at war, you know, study like fucking battle tactics. Professional professionals study fucking logistics. Logistics fucking wins wars. Okay, logistics would be fucking like, you know, keeping your fucking your your uh your stuff maintained. You know what I mean? Like your weapons, your equipment, all that stuff has to be maintained. Uh, keeping your fucking supply lines open. Okay, keeping your fucking troops fucking well fed and fucking you know whatever well supplied. You know, ammunition like blah to the blah to the blah times fucking like an exponential number that I don't fucking have in my head right now. Logistics wins wars, kids. Okay, Russia clearly does not have logistics. They are failing on so many fucking levels right now. This makes me, this literally makes me fucking like jealous. Because if Russia had, if we had ever gone toe-to-toe -to -toe with fucking Russia, dude, like literally just toe-to-toe, -to -toe, no, no nuclear weapons, just fucking straight toe-to-toe, -to -toe, dude, we would have fucking crushed them so the fucking fast and so fucking hard. When you see a column, a supply column, that's like fucking 40 kilometers fucking long, okay, do you have any fucking idea what our air force would have fucking done to that in like less than fucking like 10 fucking minutes in less than 10 minutes like we're talking about like highway of death from the fucking gulf war times fucking 10 bro times fucking 10 like we would have fucked that shit up and cratered cratered that whole fucking like highway dude like it like russia is is really like like when putin fucking laid his cards out on the table after you know he could only bluff for so long, and it's fine. when he laid his cards out on the table, he literally laid bare to the world just how far, not only the country of Russia, but their fucking military has fallen. Absolutely. Like this, this, like their army looks like fucking dog shit on the field. They yeah. look like fucking dog shit. Yep, and, like, before, and before we get into our next story, the last update that we have here on the war is that Putin has told Macron that he will achieve his goals in Ukraine, whether by war or through negotiations. Yeah, well, and for, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Macron is uh, the president of France, and he is currently, uh, they, do a, they do a one-year rotation for pres president of the European Union. And they, they rotate it every year. So they're different, a different, you know, country's uh, president or, you know, whatever uh, prime minister is the president of the European Union. This year happens to be France. Believe it or not, President Macron from France is one of the only people that actually that Putin still actually talks to in Europe. So it's actually a good thing that Macron is also the president of the European Union right now. What's bad for Putin is he put his cards on the table and every and the whole world is like fuck off fuck yeah fuck off so like we're, we're done with you man we're done yeah the whole world the whole world's done with him dude no he's fucking done he is fucking done yeah and again we talked about this last week i want to encourage everybody out there okay these are these are strange days we are living in kids okay 
do not give in to the fear, okay? Do not let the TV or the radio or me and John talking about this stuff, let that fear sink deep inside you because there's nothing to be afraid of. It's reality. Okay? It's reality. And the reality is when there's a big fucking bully in your face and you fucking pop him one in his fucking jaw, a lot of times they didn't expect you to fucking pop him one. And then all of a sudden their fucking dick goes from fucking hard to soft real quick and you Fuck find your yourself life. being by you find yourself beating their fucking yeah. ass on the fucking ground. And that's the next thing you know after that is they don't fucking bully you no more. Yeah, that's when that's what's dick, about to happen. That's when their dicks get inverted. And when we hey, come it, back. That is. Go ahead, when John, we come back, we have Space Force news and Twitch news. Remember, guys, you can't tell Russian warships to fuck off without rogue energy. All right. That's right. That's right. That's exactly right. So uh, today we have Space Force's physical training will include wearable fitness trackers. That's fucking awesome. Good for them. I'm actually, I, I, I actually think this is really good. Except, Impressed. what's going to happen when they start masturbating? Because they don't get laid. Fuck yeah, dude. Can you, dude, can you imagine, <laughs> dude? Can you imagine if like. Yeah, have you, uh, remember that part in Super Troopers where the dude was like fucking like clocking his fucking his, himself jacking his dick to see how fucking like how many miles an hour, you know, his fucking hand was moving. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, dude, like, can you imagine that shit? I like that Space Force is like moving ahead with technology, man. Like they're setting the fucking standard. Okay, like they're setting the standard. It's the fucking Space Force. They should have all that technological like yeah. mom, mom's basement shit, dude. Like they should. I, I, I'm totally for this. Like I'm totally for this, 110% all the way. That's I, awesome. And you know, and you know, I love technology. I love fitness trackers. I love these smart watches and what they can do. You know, I'm a tech guy. You know, whereas you know, Jay is the guy who, you know, not that he doesn't like tech. He's just not there yet. Correct. That is correct. You know, you're just I, not I, there I missed yet. a lot. I missed a lot. I mean, I even, I just got I just got the this week. I got the iPhone Pro Max 13. It's a beautiful. It's a it's beautiful, man. And I and I'm sitting over here fucking clueless like. Other than that, other than that thing is a phone. Like I'm fucking sitting here clueless. So, oh yeah, no, this is a production machine, my friend. This hey. is that is clean Sanchez Studio One right there. Here's our, <laughs> here's our DD two fourteen gaming podcast fucking dark joke of the week. Much, 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 much like the uh, the early the early part of both of my daughter's childhoods, I missed a lot with technology in the army. <laughs> I mean, shit. You, I mean, look at the radio comms. Look how fucking primitive those things are. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> you know what? Even with our fucking shitty comms and how fucking shitty everything was in Afghanistan, like not once, twice, but all three fucking times I fucking went there. God, I wish I had fucking fought the Russians, man. God, it would have you know, been. You know, I crap and you know dude. what? You could have if you were just a couple years older, but you're just as old as some of the army equipment that they used during that war. So I've got a. It's I've okay. Got, I've got a guy that. Uh, for a very short period of time was like somewhat of a peer of mine somewhat but he'd been he'd been around a lot longer he's now a platoon sergeant and he is the guy i told you about he, he was in poland on like just regular army exercises when all this yeah. shit kicked off he's still there and he's fucking like four years older than me so this dude's like this dude's like 45 years old he's a fucking platoon sergeant in the infantry and like i, I i'm fucking jealous bro i'm je because it would be a it would be literally like shooting fish in a barrel like i i like Ukraine is only Ukraine is only struggling right now. You see what Ukraine is doing to the Russians with just what people have given them. Okay? 
if they had what we have oh my fucking god oh it'd be done like period like that's all i can say it like it would just it would just be like a massacre it would be a literal curb stomping fucking massacre dude so our main and that's actually funny because our main event for tonight and, and you know oh actually fuck jay we fucked up what we do now we we only have so much time left and we completely forgot to talk about what happened last night. Which part? The massacre that fucking Masvidal got. Oh my god, dude. So, I'll get, okay, I got it real quick. Yeah, we, we, yeah, quick. we could do it real quick. We could I'll do, do it, it real, real quick. quick. I, I watched I watched UFC last night. There were some good fights. Um everything was really really good up until about the last 3 fights on the main card. I, cuz I, I watched I watched a good portion of the undercard. I didn't watch all of it. Um, a lot of good fights. If the Rafael Dos Anjos fight was was good. Rafael Dos Anjos fight was good, but it was only good because of the heart that the guy he fought showed. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. Uh, there's a thing in, in fighting, and especially in Brazil, specifically in Brazil, there's a, um, I don't know what you would call like the Warriors Code. Good morning, kind of. Jason. It's, it, it's, like, it's like the Warriors Code. And I know... Um, RDA RDA knew probably around the second or third round that this kid he was fighting wasn't gonna make it, you know, because he was already getting he was already fucking him up like really bad. And I think RDA RDA did not really take his foot off the gas. What he did was he he took his foot off the gas just enough that the fight didn't get finished. Yeah, he he he. I think RDA kind of through the Warriors Code kind of gifted this kid a decision loss because he. This kid's face looked like fucking hamburger meat. It oh, my God. The, the, ref, fucking... the ref should have stopped that fight the first round when the doctor was looking at him. Uh, I, I, did, I, no, I, I agree with the, the, fir- the first round or the, I think it was the second or the third round. They, 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 did, they didn't come out right away. And, and the ref had the doctor come out and look at it. And I, I agreed with that one. Um, I don't, I'm not going to get into the ins and outs of whether I agree or disagree. All I can say is I think RDA definitely gifted that guy the decision loss versus like finishing the fight. Yeah. He fucked that, he fucked that kid up bad, but that kid is, that kid is an up and comer. He's got the heart of a fucking lion. So keep your eye on, uh, I, I can't read the name. Can you give me the name of, uh, RDA's opponent, please? Uh, Moicano. Moicano. Renato Moicano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kid, keep your eye, keep your eye on him. Um, and there was another fight. Who was it? Uh, Barboza, Barboza and fucking Bryce Mitchell. Um, wh- I, all I can say is, wow. Um, I, th- this is why I don't bet on MMA. Uh, I would have, <laughs> I would have bet the house on fucking Barboza all fucking day long. And Bryce Mitchell absolutely fucking crushed this dude's dick. Uh, good thing I saw last night on the judges scorecards. Uh, we've had several conversations on this podcast about my disagreement with, uh, 10, nine, rounds being almost always used exclusively by MMA judges last night you can you can look at the scorecards last night there was like at least three like these these top three uh the the last three fights on the main card they gave out 10 eights and I think they gave out a couple of 10 sevens and I was really pleased to see the judges start using 10 eight rounds and 10 seven rounds because that's exactly how I would have scored them and that's how MMA uh scoring needs to go kind of moving forward absolutely Going to going to the main event real quick, and I'll keep it brief. Not really too much of a surprise. Colby Covington became Colby Covington in the last few years. 
He wrestle fucks people, and I mean, what do you like? I, what do you want me to fucking? Say? It was boring. I, I, me, and, me and Nikki, me and Nikki were downstairs. We watched, we uh, we, we watched the season finale of 1883. I turned the fucking stream back on for UFC uh, to watch it, and then uh, we went up. We actually went upstairs. I took my laptop upstairs, and I think they were like almost done with round three, and I fucking turned it off and just put and just went to bed. Like in the, it, during the main event, because I I saw it, I already saw it happening. Like I knew they weren't, nobody was getting knocked out, and Kobe was just gonna wrestle fuck, you know, a victory out. Yeah, of it. Like, the, and okay. like, that's exactly what I saw too. Like I've been waiting for this match to happen for like eight or nine years now. Right. And right. Masvidal underperformed, undersold, and it was it was just terrible. It was the, well, it was the same. It was it was it was not Masvidal. Masvidal did the right thing when he when he knocked the fuck out of uh, Ben Askren. Masvidal did the right thing. He rode, he rode that kind of like cyclic wave, you know, up. And then he had the bad motherfucker fight against Nate, Nate Diaz. He kept riding the wave. And then ever since the bad motherfucker fight, he's been kind of underperformed. But that that was kind of his story leading up to knocking out Ben Ask Ben Askren in the first place. So that was basically like this was not a shocking performance. I I would have bet I would have bet on Colby last night. I would have won. I would have won. I would have bet on Colby too. Hundred percent would have bet on Colby. Totally would have lost my money with Barbosa, and then um, and then the RDA fight was not a surprise either. But again, I want to for for anybody keeping up on our podcast. Again, I would have lost yet another trifecta. I have still yet to have won a single trifecta ever in a, in a UFC. That this is why I don't bet on MMA. Yeah, this is exactly so, why. I don't so bet I will. On MMA. So I will say, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> what was I going to say? What were you going to say? Oh, it, it, I was saying this last night. It was kind of funny because the both of them are very uh, huge Trump supporters. Kobe Covington definitely won that fight as the bigger Trump supporter yesterday. Boom, roasted. That's it. Let's get on to the next one. Oh, oh, oh are we doing? Are we doing roasting about Trump supporters? Don't no. be rude. I just want. I just want I, <laughs> I just want to ask. I just want to ask all the Trump supporters out there, like, how fucking Trump's boy Putin's doing this fucking week? He died like a dog. Yeah, ah! he's fucking about to. He's fucking about to. And if ah! you, I want to say this, I don't. I don't care if you voted for who you voted for on, in any election ever. Okay, but I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, if you're still holding on to some fucking like myth in your head about the way shit is going in the fucking world, I want you to like kindly take a look around you. And fuck off. If, if you find yourself supporting Russia, if you find yourself supporting Russia because somebody you used to vote for fucking is telling you to fucking support Russia right now, you need to fuck off. Okay. You are fake news. Fuck off. Like, you need to fuck off. Okay. This is the United States of America. This is the United States of America. And since the end of World War fucking two, fucking Russia has fucking never done a thing for us. And they've just actively worked against us. If you are supporting Russia or if you're talking shit about Ukraine today, you're fucking wrong. You are fucking wrong. That's right. I don't and care who you voted for. Did you guys hear who, who we're sending over to to give a little bit of support? Who? who? Oh my god, dude! It's like the biggest name ever. And his name is John C. That's it. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! And you can't see him. You can't see where, him. I don't know where the fuck he's at. Do you he's know where he's at? I don't he's know gonna, where the fuck he's at. He's going to come oh, up and give you the fun. STFU. And now our final story of the day. Um, this is. I think this is a great story. I think this is going to be a great thing for um, 
for newer Twitch streamers, Twitch to allow 9 to 5 streamers. And Twitch has recently announced its new reliable ad revenue initiative, a program meant to ensure more predictable streaming revenue for its content creators. Um, it's, it's, it's no secret right now that a lot of content creators are get, are making their money through donations and through ads. The ads you only make a couple cents and whatever someone is giving you in a donation, whether it be $5, a dollar, $100, that's what you're making off there. But now they want to give you pretty much like a job over this. Nice. Um, after, yeah, so wait, after a minute, wait, wait a minute. We were just talking about me having like kind of like a placeholder job while I'm going through this whole fucking VA thing now that I got out. And that's what they want. So let's say so over here, it says $500 incentive. Run four minutes of ads per hour. Stream 40 hours this month. You could do 40 hours in a in, month for 500 in, bucks. Yeah. You know, and then over here, there's your 500 incentive. You could still do your security job and you could be a fucking Twitch streamer at the same time. Do note that not. And and OK, so this is actually something that because hey, hey Joe, can you come on to the voice for a second? What's up? OK, so you've had a meteoric rise on Twitch within the last couple weeks. OK, this is something that I think that, that, that I think Jay would like to know, too. You've managed to get how many follows in a matter of how much time so i had i think two followers to begin with but um starting early early february i just started streaming regularly on a daily basis for somewhere between three four or five hours a day so sometimes more twice a day and um i went from those two followers to almost 60 in about 30 days which is not apparently unrealistic but at, in terms of twitch and only using one platform it was kind of an exponential growth in that time frame based off of how many uh, hours i have streamed and what games i have streamed so if you go online and you look at some of these youtube videos of like how to get all the followers uh that's all i did and a lot of the advice is solid good advice all you need to do is be consistent Put a schedule up, let people know when you're going to be on so they know when to expect you. Chat with the people who are coming in because, yeah, you're a new guy, you're new or a girl, a new streamer. You need to make sure you know what your, you know, your audience is, is captivating, that you see them and they know that you guys are interactive and shit. Um, make sure you're playing a game that isn't overly saturated. And what I mean by that is you don't want to play like Grand Theft Auto V. You don't want to play what's the newest, hottest Call, game of, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Fortnite, something along those lines. You know, you don't want to go into something where everybody's playing it right now. You want to find something that maybe you'll find fun. It's a little obscure. Maybe uh, check out Twitch, like or whatever platform you're going on, and see how many viewers are on what game. And if you like that game, play it. Because the main thing is, if you're having fun, your your viewers are going to have fun. They're, now they're what? Fun. Now what games are helping you create this rise? Oh yeah, so uh, I what I did was I, I have a couple games I personally enjoy more than most. Um, one of them being American Truck Simulator. I think you guys have, I've, I've reviewed it on here before, uh, and I just have one camera. You know, it shows a little bit of everything. You got my shifter here. I got my steering wheel here, and this is it, man. Like uh, I got I use ATS because it's not a very saturated game right now. Uh, at the most I see is like 40, 50 viewers on like one dude. But like there might be like three, four hundred people watching as opposed to like a few thousand or 30,000 or whatever watching just Shroud for God's sakes, you know, playing Tarkov. So I play that. 
I play a little bit of the GTA role play. And what that does is it helps with the people who are wondering like what city they want to go to because they're into GTA and they want to see like, oh, well, what's this place? Like, you know, maybe I'll just watch this for a little bit. And then most people end up coming in and bullshitting and then maybe they join the city. So there's that. Uh, it's a great marketing tool in that way, too. So, I mean, we're and if you guys haven't noticed yesterday, I streamed for you guys. Uh, a little bit of the ATS yeah. we were talking for you. We do appreciate so, that, Joe. I love you so much, yeah. dude. I fucking love you so much, bro. So, so yeah. Now with now you, with us. Oh, keep going. Say, say your piece, Jay. I just well, I'm, I had a couple of questions. I mean, like, so like we so you, you talk about talking to the people that are commenting or whatever, right? And just shouting out or whatever. Is there like a call in function? Like we have a call in function on this on this show. We don't really plug it a lot, but we do have a fucking call in function. Like we can. We can take a, a literal phone call from somebody like right fucking now if we wanted to, and we could have them on our show. Is there a call-in function on these streams? Can you do that shit? And well, like and like and like and like pipe in somebody else's like sound and like maybe have somebody talk shit I, to you I like called. while you fucking Yeah, it's too easy, Jay. Uh I have a Discord. Much like we have the DD two fourteen gaming Discord, I created my own Discord channel and I've invited most people who you know tend to want to follow or just hang out you know uh to that and a lot of people like coming to those channels because if they like watching you they're going to want to interact with you more than when than just when you're on your stream they're going to want to know like oh okay well when can i get updates about when wolfie's going to be back you know how's he doing today like you know i we had a conversation the other day about uh bad dragon and come loop that, that <laughs> legit conversation we had on my stream was about bad dragon dildos and come loop <laughs> But like we you know we talked about that shit and like people came back because they 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 enjoyed having that weird raunchy conversation. So uh it's been noted as like a really chill stream. It's been noted. But what your to answer your question, I should say uh we have the Discord you, and there's many channels in the Discord that you can come in, a lot of voice channels. So if somebody's playing a specific game, for instance, if I'm playing American Truck Simulator, I'm typically in that channel. And if anybody wants to come and join, they can come and have good conversation, you know, and contribute to the stream that way. Um the only thing I'm going to say is, though, if you get out of hand, then I'm just going to kick you because it's yeah. too easy. So I just so with now in saying all that, you you've done 92 hours. So wouldn't it wait, be wait, nice? Wait. 92 hours mm-hmm. over how long? Let me see something here. Hold on. I wonder if I can pull up my info. I'll show it. 90, well, I mean, like how how long did it take you to get to 92 hours streaming? Like over a month, man. It was it was quite a while. And that's with your time schedule. That's not a lot. That's well. Hold on, hold on. Ninety-two hours in a month is not a lot. There's no. only there's only a, there's only 168 hours in a fucking week. And you so. got a donation too. And I got a, my very first five dollar donation. You're right. You that did happen. Uh, thank you, Sika Artistry. Of course, uh, she may not. You literally you literally made five dollars for fucking like playing video games with your fucking yeah. Cheeto dick. So right? so so hey. Joe, why don't you why don't you why don't you plug why don't you plug your channel? Plug your channel. You I'm are to, man. It's a uh, Wolfbane LX eighty eight. <laughs> Okay, uh, I only I'm exclusive to Twitch, but on Saturday mornings I will be streaming through this whole thing here, restream and whatnot, and what we the program we use here uh, for DD two fourteen gaming. Please come in and bullshit with me. I will I will be I will go sit in the DD two four. Actually, that's what I should do is sit in the DD two fourteen gaming uh, Discord on Saturday mornings. Come on in, have some coffee with me. Bullshit, you know we can just talk about. Uh, everything anything you know your life your, your your army career or military career i should say and whatnot you know where you're at now in life and how you enjoy uh like jason how he enjoys his um traveling and stuff like that but let me get this over here real quick 
this is what yeah. I was yeah. but but anyways yeah so 92 hours wouldn't it be nice to have been paid for those 92 hours in an incentive plan yeah you see I got I have 58 followers 95 hour. 95 hours yep stream and, eight hours per month and this is how many days this month or this last month I have streamed so like almost 30 full days um, oh that's that's like the seven day straight thing right that just no that means they just want you to stream for seven days like at any point throughout the month this is in the last month i did 23 days i've taken a, like a few days off here and there to be with al or hang of out. course of course yeah of course people do shit things but you so. got but you pulled you pulled in 95 hours in 23 fucking days yeah that's how much i've been streaming and so. they only and and to get 500 dollars, they only want 40. so you see like you can and make it and it grows and it grows from there because let's say you have the community to back you you'll have you'll start getting the subs you'll start getting the hype trains the gift subs right. and then it start and then it starts building up so you know it's it's good to hear your perspective about is this is this a good idea for newer streamers like yourself and others who want to join who, who, who and others who want to join because I'm cuz remember we were talking about this this morning and I looked at the article and I was like oh shit let me ask you this if you can look at what they're going to give you, all right, because the numbers do change, it's not going to be the same for every streamer who, who they yeah. offer this to. You know, it could only be a couple hundred bucks at max. It could be a, a couple thousand bucks at max. It depends on what you can do with your budget and if you can manage that 40 hours. And then that's it. You know, like if you can if you can manage that and like if you don't need that time to work to make that money like elsewhere, go for it. Me personally, I get my VA entitlement, and I, if I make like two, three hundred bucks a week, I'm happy. I'm good. You know what I mean? But uh, this would just be extra and supplemental if I could turn this into a full time gig. You know, if I could work nine to five the same time while Alex is at work doing his thing, right? And make like one, two thousand dollars a month doing that, I'd be comfortable and I'd be happy with that, knowing that I could do this. I would. I wouldn't need another job. So in other words, so in other words, if basically, if you were in the situation I'm in. If I were in your, if I were, in the situation I was in was a little special. The reason why I started streaming is because my blazer was in the shop and then the shop burnt down. So like I was waiting for a vehicle to use and only working one day a week at my job because they understood like, oh shit, he doesn't have a vehicle. Like he's, I'm playing musical cars. I was anyway, just got it back yesterday. So um, yeah, basically we just, uh, I just figured why not go for it i've had a lot of great moral support from john here he's helped me al along the way here i've had a lot of great people from the, the the diamond rock city that we're in with helping me with getting set up i've had other people in other discord servers come over and say dude let me help you with your settings like the community is so great and they're so willing to help each other that it 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 actually that's the word i'm looking for it made me feel like i should help back so if you come into my discord i allow you to self-promote i allow you to do you know Put other people there. Put all your art, your food, your stuff, everything, anything. I want you guys to help each other and grow as a community in my little Discord and in the DD214 Discord and everything. That's what we're trying to do is build everyone up. Joe, 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 the uh, the word you're looking for is altruism. It's altruism and being altruistic. It's like give, give, giving giving to others with zero expectation of getting anything in return. That is that's called altruism. Like, I don't expect anything from my followers other than, uh, uh, hey, come check me out once in a while. You don't have to come every time I'm, I'm I'm on. You don't have to watch me every time I'm on. I get that. You know, we all have lives. We're all busy. We all families. We all have our shit. So, like, if you follow me, you follow me. I'm happy and I'm grateful and I will thank you a million times for it over and over again. That's 
it's never going to change from the six the 59 followers i have now to if i hit it like shroud or something and get like you know a million or whatever like hey it's going to be the same thing every time as soon as i hear that sound boom thank you oh and whatnot you know uh and there's always going to be a way to give back like anything i make off of this i'm trying to give back to you the people who gave it to me because they they deserve it I just, I, I just want my fucking credit. That's it. I just want my fucking credit. What credit, bro? I don't even know what that means. Me neither. So, all right. <laughs> all what, right. What do you What do you got for us before the final thought, Jay? Th- hey, Joe. Thank you for that. Seriously, yeah, I appreciate that, 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 that Joe. Good, that, that was good man. information to, to fucking have. badass, dude. That's fucking badass, bro. And, and, and congratulations, seriously, congratulations. It's only up from here, guys, and we're taking DD two fourteen with us. So that's exactly fucking right, man. We're we're, we're gonna help each other out. That's that's called altruism, kids. Look put it up. In, that's not work. Teamwork. Put this in your dick pocket. Altruism. A L T R you, you, I, I, S, M, M, altruism, not Zium, altruism, not Zium. Look it up, it's altruism. Look it up. The world, the world needs more altruism. All right, all right. So, real quick before we get into the final thought this week, um, I just wanted to very briefly uh, pass along a little fucking encouragement. Okay, I I just got out of the army podcast, uh, but the world does not revolve around motherfucking Jay. Okay, um, I know there's a lot of soldiers still in the United States Army. I know there's still a lot of Marines in the Marine Corps, airmen in the Air Force. Okay, sailors in the Navy, Coasties in the Coast Guard, and motherfucking Guardians in the Space Force now. Okay. I wanted to remind each and every one of you American service members specifically because, you know, although we we welcome all veterans from all over the world, from any country, okay, we welcome all of you to, D- to the DD214 gaming uh, community. Okay, I wanted to r- remind specifically American forces why we do some of the things we do. Uh, when I got out of the Army in October, I was a staff sergeant in the United States Army. Uh, I finished my career as an infantryman with three deployments to Afghanistan. And the last couple of years I was in the Army, I was an instructor at the NCO Academy in Fort Carson. I wanted to encourage each and every single American service member, regardless of branch, regardless of MOS, I wanted to remind each and every one of you why we do what we do. When you see civilians, with zero fucking training holding off a so-called professional fighting force that invaded their country unnecessarily and completely in the wrong and you see civilians along with their military holding the line to where like when john showed that map earlier those lines have not fucking moved in an entire goddamn week which is bad bad fucking news for that fuck face, that Vladimir Putin. I want to remind you guys and encourage you. This is why we do what we do. If you're a private in the motherfucking army or the Marines, ground pounders, all right, regardless of MOS, again, tomorrow morning on Monday, this is your reminder why the fuck you're waking up at fucking oh dark whatever to get to fucking PT on time 
before the fucking sun's up, okay? When you don't feel like fucking rolling out of bed or you fucking drank too much the fucking last night or the weekend was a little too long, this is why you do what you do. So that when fucking shit goes downhill, quick, fast, and in a hurry, and you and you find your sorry ass on the fucking field, okay? You don't look like the fucking Russians look fucking right now, okay? That's why you do what you do. This is why you fucking do what you do. And this goes from freaking the softest soft skill MOS all the way up to fucking the guys that are at the fucking highest of high in fucking CAG that we don't even fucking know the names of anymore because they fucking all they ever fucking do is dark ops anymore. It doesn't matter where you came from. Okay. It doesn't matter where you're fucking going in the future. While your fucking ass is firmly planted in Uncle Sam's pocket, this is why you do what you do. You can see live video footage of how much fucking better the equipment, the fucking food, the fucking morale, okay? And I'll even fucking venture to say this, believe it or not, for as much as we shit talk it, the fucking leadership is in the United States military than it clearly is in Russia. I spent my whole fucking childhood living in fear of fucking nuclear war, okay? Because of fucking Soviet fucking Russia, right? We are seeing today in fucking real time how much we had nothing to fucking be afraid of the whole fucking time. The whole fucking time. If you are a fucking service member in one of the six branches of the United States fucking military, your excuses, your excuses fucking ended last week. The reason you get up early, the reason you fucking sign that dotted line is fucking plain to see. So that when some fucking bullshit goes down, you're not looking fucking hot and sloppy like a fucking soup sandwich on the goddamn battlefield stretched out in broad fucking daylight by a bunch of people that never fucking fired a weapon in their life until fucking a week ago. If you don't want to fucking see yourself like them, get your fucking happy ass to the gym. Set the fucking alarm 30 minutes earlier so you're stopped fucking being late for PT, private. All right? Airmen, sailors, Keep fucking doing your thing and go fucking hard. The Navy and the United States Air Force is the whole fucking reason the United States has fucking force projection across the entire fucking globe. Marines, I got nothing to say to you that hasn't been fucking said probably 10 fucking times since you fucking joined. You fucking assholes fucking keep doing your thing. Get your fucking ass up. And if you're a shitbag, get the fuck out. You're not allowed. We're seeing in fucking real time reality what happens when a power mad fucking piece of shit wants to fucking flex nuts and the whole world tells him to fuck off. A fucking civilian with an AK-47 or an M4 fucking rifle can fuck your day up. And it doesn't matter how fucking long you trained or fucking what you did. A bullet is a bullet and a bomb is a bomb. So keep fucking training hard. Alright? Keep fucking training. Get your fucking ass to the gym. If you put on a couple of fucking, uh, a couple of fucking COVID fucking 19 pounds in 2020, if you put on a little sympathy weight for your fucking old lady because she fucking just had a baby, okay, get it the fuck off. Start doing push-ups, motherfuckers. Stay hard. Train hard. Don't forget why the fuck you joined, all right? So it's not your fucking asses fucking stretched out in broad daylight, all right? Jesus hates a pussy. Don't fucking be one. Now, 
Final thought for the week, and let me fucking let me fucking downshift here a little bit. That was fucking hot fire. Downshift, downshifting. Give me a second here. Give me a second here. Hmm. Boy, I wish these guys would fucking goddamn support us. Yeah. Whoa! Boy, I wish these guys would fucking support us. Miller High Life, baby. Sunday morning. Welcome to church. Whoa! Final thought for the day. All right, kids. So we made it another 168. All right. So let's go 168 more. I'm not asking you guys for another day. I'm asking you for fucking seven. Because I want to see you here next week. All right. I want to see you here fucking next week. I know you're going through some fucking rough times right now. I know you're fucking up. You're making bad decisions. You're hurting the people that you love. You got that internal dialogue fucking way too fucking loud in your head. And it's fucking not, it's not only fucking, it's not only fucking yelling at you. It's fucking screaming. You're having bad days. You're having bad nights. Hear me out. It's going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. And let me tell you why. The person that's talking right now is 41 fucking years old. I've had about fucking 10,000 chances in my life to just give the fuck up and say no mas. I'll be like fucking Roberto Duran fighting Sugar Ray Leonard back in the 80s. I'm just going to say no fucking mas. We'll call it a fucking day, right? If I had ever even once said, all right, no mas, I would have missed so much after that. And when I say so much after that, I'm talking like from the very first time. I can't, I don't even want to say how old I was the first time life made me feel like saying no mas. All right. Cause it was way too fucking young. And I've heard that stupid fucking voice in my head ever since that voice will never go away. There's always going to be the voice of doubt in our heads. Our internal dialogues do not allow for like only good shit. And the, and, and the kind of people whose internal dialogues only say good things are people like Vladimir Putin. Okay, if your internal dialogue doesn't say anything bad to you ever, uh, you need to go see seek therapy like immediately. Okay, but if your internal dialogue does talk shit to you sometimes, it's okay. It's it's natural. It's normal. Don't feel bad. If it's talking too much shit and you can't fucking see the fucking forest for the trees, all right, and you fucking despise the person that looks back at you in the fucking mirror, do not fucking despair. There is hope. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. You might not be able to see it right now, but there is a light out there. I promise you what you need to do is stay alive. Okay. The only fucking secret to life is living to see another day. There will never be another one. The ultimate secret of life is living. You have to live your lives. You have to give life a chance. Okay. You might not like who you are right now. That doesn't mean you're not going to like who you are in fucking 20 years. Okay. Uh, we've been teasing fucking the DNA fucking reveal for my ancestry.com DNA kit for a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? I've got stories to tell off of that. And when we have that episode, I'll share some fucking weird ass fucking coincidental slash fucking astronomical odds stories. Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. Millions of families suffer every year. That's right. That's exactly right. Things could always be better, but motherfuckers don't forget things could always be worse. Do not give in. Call somebody. Pick up a motherfucking phone. It could be your mom's. It could be your pops. It could be your sister, your brother, your friend. It could be your old lady. It can be your old man. Fuck, if you're old enough, it could be your fucking kids. It could be the homies you fucking grew up with. The people you served with. Somebody at fucking work. 
Okay? Somebody you're fucking just chilling with at the fucking bar. Fucking call somebody. Somebody will fucking answer the phone. If nobody answers the motherfucking phone, you got a number to call. 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Just fucking talk. Let it out. Vent. Vent your frustrations. It's okay. It is okay and it's going to be okay. Great fucking story. Or excuse me. Great fucking quote from fucking Rick and Morty. Is in the end, it's all going to be okay. And if it's not okay, it's not the end, kids. So just carry on. You have 168 hours. I expect to see your asses firmly planted right fucking here in one week next Sunday for our church. Okay? And NCOs, NCOs, I'm talking to fucking you. Answer your motherfucking phone. Your best friend or that homie you ain't fucking talked to in fucking five years, they're not calling at 3.30 in the morning for fucking no reason. Stop being lazy. I don't care if you fucking just went to bed an hour and a half ago because you closed down the bar. Pick up your motherfucking phone. You heard it. I hear it. I have a little bit too much to drink. I still fucking get woke up by my goddamn phone. So why are you not answering? Answer your phones. Love each other. Love yourselves, most importantly. Take care of your family. All right, remember what you're doing. Go Ukraine. Fuck Russia and fuck Vladimir Putin. I love you guys. Have a fucking wonderful week. Have a good one, guys. We love you.